Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. This is Kyrie Denny, and you're listening to Think Gold. Welcome to Think Gold. We have a special guest for you here today, a good friend of mine, someone who I've known for a good a good amount of time, Kyrie Denny. He is a URI, he's a former URI football player. We both play wide receiver. We're both from Virginia. And uh, he was actually my host when I was a senior in high school, getting ready to go to college. He hosted me up at Rhode Island, and he was a big reason why I committed there. And uh, he was always an older dude I looked up to. And uh, it was really important for me to just have him in my life and have someone as wise as him. He is now an owner of his own clothing line and company called Divine Respect and Passion, a.k.a. Drip. That's what we got on right now. And it's basically centered around finding the ultimate version of yourself and finding your purpose. And uh, he's also trying to make his NFL dreams come true. And uh, it's a pleasure to have you on the show, Kyrie. Pleasure to be here, man. Yes, sir. Is a pick off where you left off at? Um, yeah, Divine Respect and Passion. Not a clothing brand, you know. Not just a clothing brand. We, yeah, we sell, we sell, we sell clothes, you know, yeah. just to, you know, have something to re- represent for it. But it's more so just a movement. It's a, it's a, it's a um, brand, a community that we that we're developing. It's not just me. It's a couple bros I got. They know who they are. You know, but, you know, it's just more so a movement, just helping people find their passion because a lot of people don't know what their passion is. They don't know what they're passionate about. Yeah. And they don't really, they probably don't even know what being passionate about something even means. So it's like just basically helping people find that. Yeah. And uh, basically by living out our passion. For sure. What what drove you to come up with the clothing, the the company, Divine Respect and Passion? Where'd you, where'd you even get that name from? Funny thing is, my mom came up with the name. Okay. So, um, you know, me and my mom are very spiritual yeah. people. I've always been spiritual since I'm little, but yeah. it has always been something that I just never really thought of until now, where it's actually like something that I practice daily. Um, but me and my mom was, I was drawn, I was drawn, drawn, drawn after I graduated uh, college. And then um, I just made a design. I made this drip logo. I'm like, dang, this junk could be something. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like, and then um, I'm like, Ma, like, I know I wanted to be drip, like the acronym to be drip. But yeah. I just don't know what exactly to say or how to how to name it. You know, my mom knows me. She knows what I'm about. She knows what I try to do for people and what I want to do for people. And she just it was like off a of one shot thing. She was like divine respect and passion. I'm like, I'm like, All right, yeah, that's awesome. That's 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 lit. It just clicked for you. Yeah. Have you always been spiritual your whole life? Whole life, bro. whole life. Really? I'm I was in a, I thought you like just became spiritual without. Like so kind of like with my passion, I went away from it. I started away from it when I got to uh, high school. Yeah. And then um, I got back to it after college. Yeah. And the same thing with spirituality. Like, I've always been spiritual. Like, I just always... I'm going to just... I'm going to be blank about it. Like, yeah, be honest free, with you. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Like, sure. I just... As a young kid, like, I always... I, just off the praying, like, just, I always, you know know that people's looking at over me. You know right. what I'm saying? Knowing that my grandfather, both my grandfather that was passed, I know they were all looking over me. I just always thought about that stuff. Like I had a I had a brother that my mom, my mom um actually had someone before me. Yeah. Um but he didn't make it. He he uh right when he was gave birth she he wow. died. Wow. So um premature, I think too premature. And like I I would even think of him like watching over me when I was young, young. Like I'm talking about four years old. I used to always be like, yeah I got my guardian angels always watching over me. So it's just like, I always had that type of mentality, like that I'm spirituality. So was it like, was it your parents instilling that into you too? And your grandparents instilling that into you? Or did you kind of have that on your own? I mean, I think in a lot of families, especially my family is just, you know, religious, you know, my grandmother's religious, all, everybody in my family is religious. We all went to church on Sunday when I was growing up. Um, that never was really for me, but I just know that my family was always spiritual, like yeah. religious. So, like, yeah. I guess that just happens to just be in my bloodline. Yeah. I don't know. But, yeah. yeah. What What were some, like, the biggest doubts and, like, um, I guess questions you had about your spirituality as a child, as a young child? As a young child? I didn't really have any doubts. I didn't really care for it, honestly. Really? Like, when I went to, when I went to uh, uh, church on Sundays, I used to always be asleep. Like, and... Just keeping it real, I used to yeah. sleep because one, I'm somebody that's a very creative thinker. Like I just, 
I guess you can say ADHD. I just couldn't sit still and listen to one thing at one time. It's just, or if it wasn't just clicking with me, but I just always didn't like, like I would, I got baptized because I thought it was cool, yeah. honestly. Like, I, it was cool. you know what I'm saying? Like, honestly, me and my cousins, yeah. me and my cousins, yeah. like, we was young, like, when I got baptized, yeah. you know? I thought it was cool. Like, not even trying to sound, like, funny or anything. It's just yeah. that's how I was thinking at the age. I just never thought seriously about it, but I always thought beyond normally, yeah. though, you know what I'm saying? So That's crazy. That's like, crazy. I went to a gifted and talented school. I don't think people, like, a lot of people don't know that, but, like, I got, I got taken out of the elementary school I was in at first, to get put into a gifted and talented program yeah. as a young age because they, you know what I'm saying? Because I, w- I had ADHD, they thought. Yeah. So I was just always drawn in class and not paying attention. They're like, oh, yeah, you're, she told my mom, like, yeah, your son has ADHD or something. So my mom's That's like, crazy. no, he doesn't. No, he doesn't. And then they made me have to take a test to see if I was really smart, if I yeah. knew what I was doing, and I just passed it. And they're like, oh, yeah, he, can go to, he has to go to a different school. That's crazy. <laughs> so. That's crazy. I grew up in, the, in an atheist household. Like, my mom was like, I guess we just wasn't really religious religious in the household. We wouldn't go to church on Sundays, none of that. But, like, even as a kid, I always knew that there was a higher power. Like, I always knew that something had to be responsible for creating the world that we're living in. Someone had to create me to do something. Right. And I always had that just desire to find that. And it wasn't until... Like later in my life, going through high school, college, and even now where I'm actually like diving into that feeling. Because before, like, it was suppressed. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. But I'm interested to know how like people like you, kids who like you, grew up in religious households and how that transfers to them, you know, getting older. Yeah. So with me, like you said, you grew up in an atheist household. My mom, even though how spiritual she is right now, she was an atheist at one point, too. Yeah. But that just comes with like things that happened in your life like especially with her like my mom had a rough childhood so like growing up she was like she only she didn't really have nobody and the only person she did have died when she was very young so it was like after she died she was like what like how can god be real if you're taking everyone from me so she became atheist after that but you know throughout the process she came back to who she is you know what i'm saying it's just everyone has their own process uh, their own like i know people say trust the process but you really gotta trust your own process because not everyone's is the same but for me, you said, would you would you ask me, like, growing up in a spiritual family? Yeah, like, how did that impact you to where your face is at now? I guess a lot, right? It's, yeah, like, a I huge mean, factor, yeah, right? It started as, like, your foundation, for real, for real. It is. Like, even swearing to God, like, you know, everybody, I swear to God, I swear to God. Like, I used to take that seriously. Like, yeah. even though I would say, like, I swear to God, but I would not swear on God on nothing. I'm lying. Like, I would not swear to God on anything even though it was just a, it was a saying, like yeah. I wouldn't do it because I feel like I really was disrespecting. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? But I just really had that like I couldn't disrespect. Like you said, you always had a, a knack or a knowledge of a higher power that yeah. you thought. You know what I'm saying I always did too. So um, I think it was just always with me. Like no, like it was just always with me. That's good. I always prayed before my food. I know yeah. everyone does that, but I was serious about that. Like yeah. it just always was with me. I want to get back to like what you said about your mom. You said, you know, your mom became an atheist because she saw people dying around her yeah. and it made her question her faith. It's interesting because I feel like we find our faith, like we find our spirituality, like our religion in the darkest of times. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. Like when we go through the most adversity, when we go through the most pain, like whatever higher power that you believe in, that has a way of just finding us. Because my belief is more so like you're just getting stripped, stripped, stripped. Like, so when you're going down to that, mm-hmm. when you're going down to, um, that low level, that low vibration to your low point, it's just, he's just like, I'm gonna say God's just breaking you down, breaking you down until you bounce back up the real way. You know what I'm saying? Like, and as we talk about, you know, my transition throughout college and all that, going back to my spirituality, I was never this type of spiritual. I was yeah. never like this. Yeah. But I always, like you said, I always knew this higher power and always yeah. you know respected that power. Yeah. But I was never like this. So, yeah. um, but it took like a process to get there. See, I know like, you know, just from knowing you, I know the trials and tribulations you face, specifically your senior year in college. And I like, I know the type of, you know, football player you are, you are and how much effort and how much time you put into your game and the type of receiver you are. Mm-hmm. And I remember seeing you senior year and, you know, things didn't work out the way you planned. Right. But seeing you handle that and seeing you, you know, gracefully just keep your head up, gracefully just still being true to yourself, gracefully still cheering on your teammates. Like that's something that was just inspiring for me to see. Mm-hmm. So talk to me about your senior year and in relation to, you know, where you're at now. So my senior year, it was all over the place, man. It was, I mean, it started my junior year, to be honest. 
Um, really, it started my sophomore year, the whole thing. It was a very long process, yeah. you know what I'm saying? But my senior year is when it hit me the, the deepest. So um, I'm going to just start off with saying, like, I think it's, it, it just it stemmed from me being too comfortable, really. Just being too comfortable or just being average. Nobody's average. What do you world. mean? What's that from you being too comfortable? Or? My low point. Okay. Um, because... And, you know, like I said, everyone has their own process. And my process, you know, I was doing things. I was not doing what I was supposed to be doing. Mm-hmm. And my, this is how I think. So, like I said, when I was drawn, I used to draw. I used to be very – I was very spiritual. I loved nature when I was younger, like all that type of stuff, helping people, whatever it may be. And I just – when I got to college and when I was in high school as well, I just stopped it. Like I just stopped doing all that completely. I stopped, you know, drawing completely. I stopped – you know, I was still praying and stuff like that, but it was just more so just praying. And I stopped, you know, getting into things that I love to do, my passion. So I stopped doing my passion. Why do you think that was? You know, just getting caught up with my ego, getting caught up with the ego with the society because, you know, everybody want to do what everybody else doing. Yeah. It's not just the fact that I was doing what I was, what everyone else was doing. It's just the fact that, like, I just got caught up and distracted, you know, yeah. we're all distracted. Like social media distracts us. Like that's just you know everyone knows that that's a known topic. Everyone says yeah it's distracting. TV distracting. All these things are distracting, but nobody really acts on it. You know what I'm saying? Nobody really okay takes the time. Like okay, I know this is distracting. Let's put let me put this aside because yeah. we're so hooked to it. You yeah. know what I'm saying? But you know during my transition, um, you know I had like everyone. I had different. I had. I had messed up thinking that yeah. I shouldn't think, you know, sure. think about, Everybody you know, has, yeah. like I went to, to be honest, bro. I went to, you want to know why I went to Rhode Island? Cause, cause, <laughs> cause what? Why you <laughs> I went to Rhode Island because of the females, bro. Yeah. Like, to be honest. For and, real? Yeah. I'm being honest. That's crazy. Like on my visit, you know, like. I say that's crazy because like that's just not where you're at at all right now. Like exactly. I've never known you to be that type of dude since I've right. known you. That's crazy. And I'm not really that type of dude, but like still, that's the that's one of the like you can get there if you if you if you wanted to in a sense. Nah, I mean it's just more so like <clears throat> I just like like it was fifty fifty for me. It wasn't all like I want to like obviously I want to go there for football. I wanted like I wanted. To, Obviously, the team was trash, and I wanted to be—I wanted to be part of that um, change, and I wanted to help them change because I never like going. Like I've never been in a situation where it was already good. You know what I'm saying? I always helped something. Like even in high school, I brought my team to the—I'm not gonna say I brought it, but I helped bring my team to the playoffs in the first time in four years, five years. You know what I'm saying? And you know, I love doing that. I love building. I love challenges. So like, um, but when I went, when I started to go to college, that first visit. I got introduced to things that I wasn't normally mm. used to. Yep. Alcohol. Yep. You know, drugs, whatever it may be. Like, um, I was I didn't do none of that stuff, but I got introduced to it and I, you know, I got stirred off the path a little bit. And then the females was, you know, just something that I hadn't seen before. So yep. it was like, damn, like, I'm coming here. Like, yeah. you know what I'm saying? So I'm not gonna say it was all about that, but it was more so it wasn't just all about football. Yeah. So um, you know. But going back to my my going to college, like uh, my senior year, I got into a relationship prior to senior year, family stuff going back at home. And then I wasn't having the years how, how I wanted to in college. Like my, my my stats wasn't how, you know, how I was going. My career how you, wasn't how you how, saw yourself wasn't lining up to how you was performing. Right. Okay. Exactly. So like, but I was hella distracted and I didn't realize that though. So, um, long story short, you know, my senior year, my relationship's not going well. My, my ex at the time, um, worrying about people back at home, you know, grades was decreasing because I was so folk, like everything was just going downhill. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you know, like, um, but it is, people don't realize it's all, it's really, it's your fault. At the end of the day, it's, it's really your fault, but it's okay because you have to learn from it. everything is experience. You know what I'm saying? Our life is experience. What we go through, we have to learn from what we do so we don't do it again and we become more wise because if we don't go through nothing bad, yeah. we're not going to learn nothing. So at the time where you, like, how are you making sense of like all this, all this distraction that was going on in your head? Were you blaming other people? Because now you nah, said like, hey, it's all yourself. Nah, because like, I'm not someone to talk. Like I'm someone, I was someone who kept everything in. So when I was keeping everything in, like, you know, 
you know, mental health is something big. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so, for sure. like, and energy is something big too. So when you're like, people don't realize when you have a whole bunch of stuff going around you, it's not a lot of things that you that people going through in their life is not really necessarily their thoughts. You know what I'm saying? Like, you see how there's trends. Yeah. Um, say for instance, the whole school is has bad thinking. You know what I'm saying? We're we're all connected in some type of way. You know what yeah. I'm saying? So if the whole vibe is down on the campus, you're going to feel that too. And me being a really empathic person, like I feel it hard. So like, you know, certain situations that help happen to people, I will feel it like hard. Like so somebody might be going through, you know, depression, yeah. um, might be trying to hurt themselves yeah. or, you know, stuff of that nature. I would take that to heart, like, you know what I'm saying? And I would then digest that and feel it. And I wouldn't know how to like handle it. I wouldn't, I wouldn't know how to get it out of me. So yeah. I would be feeling that emotion one. Yeah. Then I'll be having things going on with my relationship due to me not knowing how to control my mind, you know? And then I will be going to practice with that type of thoughts. It's just all just, everything is mental. You know what I'm saying? So that's the main thing. Like everything is mental. So like, if you don't know, if you don't realize, if you don't know how to analyze your thoughts, you don't know how to um, see what's actually making you feel bad. Yeah. If you don't understand how to really sit down and just take time to yourself and fuck social media, fuck this. Like, it's all about you. I don't know my bad for cursing, but yeah. it's all about you at the end of the day. And uh, I know it's hard at first because it was hard for me. Like, it took me a while to get to this type of mindset. I'm still got a long way to go. Yeah. But like, you know. Um, all, dealing with all that is all mental and I, people it always popped up like things will pop up you'll see it but you don't see it for what it really is like you know people come in tell me like you know this old man I was talking to an old man one time during my senior year he was like you know it's all mental it's all mental like people will put that in your head like it's God it's universe working in the ways yeah. to tell you what you need to work on but like you know we continue to blow it off blow it off and it's fine you know because we got our own process we got to learn somehow Yeah. but like you know like I said, so like you said, not playing. I got injured my first first game. So, senior year? Yeah, yep. so of, of college. Mm-hmm. So like I said, the relationship, you know, bad thoughts and family and grades. And then now we're on the senior year. I'm thinking, you know, my coaches, I'm thinking my coaches know I want to go to NFL, mm-hmm. you know. And I'm so, I used to worry about what people, like not what they think of me, but like validation. Yeah, you know what I'm that's saying? a big like, thing. Validation is a big thing. You know, like, I grew up without my dad in my life, yeah. you know what I'm saying? So, like, uh, validation was something big, you know what I'm saying? So, it was like, um, I wanted to, I wanted, I wanted, at that time, I was like, yeah, I want them to make me feel like I can go to NFL. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, like you know you're capable, but you want other people to tell right. you you're capable too. Right. So, like, what yeah. kind of, what mm-hmm. kind, that doesn't even make sense, you yeah. know what I'm saying? But at that moment, I was thinking like that. So, like, when I got injured my senior year, the very first game, I was out for that game and then the next game. And so when I tried to come back the third game, the coaches felt some type of way that I did not play the second game. You know, I could have took a different um, a different route on how I, you know, my actions was to that second game. I could have been more communicative. Uh, communi- communicative. Communi- right. You got communicated me. better. <laughs> I could have communicated better, you yeah, know. Yeah. But, um, sure. but, you know, it's just they didn't – I didn't play the rest of the season because of that. So, you know, or I did play or they put me in like third quarter, fourth quarter. You know what I'm saying? And I'm like, yo, like, is this really happened to me my senior year? Like, I would not think this would happen to me. Like, not me. You thinking this the year I'm going to blow up? This yeah. Year. And I'm knowing, I know my talent. I know everything that, like, you know, everybody know my talent. I'm just like, how? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? How? But it's not about that. You know what I'm saying? It's not about the talent. It's not about anything. It's about, it's about the it's mind. About the mind yes, you know what I'm saying? So it's like, you know. That's but that's crazy. something I dealt with my whole life, though. Yeah. Even in Little League, you know, just thinking too much. Like, there's no, you're not going to get, besides football, let's, let's take football out the equation. Like, you, you, you're an artist, you know what I'm saying? You do music, you a lawyer, whatever it may be. Like, you thinking too much, you in your head too much, you're not going to be able to play freely. Facts. You know what I'm saying? Facts. You're not going to be able to play fearlessly. You're not mm-hmm. going to be able to do anything fearlessly you can't lead you can't do nothing yep. if you're if you're overthinking stuff you know what i'm saying that don't even matter i'm yep. sitting here thinking about getting injured before i even get injured mm-hmm. why you know what i'm saying like bro you're just bringing it to you you yeah. know what i'm saying like you're scared you should be scared of being you should be fearful of fear itself like because fear is just 
it's just an illusion, bro. Like we make it, we make ourselves fearful. False evidence apparent real. That's all exactly. it is. I'm curious to know, like, how did you, you know, during the time, how did you deal with this stuff? You know, how did you deal with the realization that, all right, we're halfway through the season and I'm not getting the stats I wanted to. My dream isn't aligning up with what I'm doing right now. How did you begin to make sense of all that? To be honest, bro, I didn't make sense of it. I just, you know, like you said, um, during that time when I wasn't playing, something in me was just like, all right, let's just go even harder, knowing that they wasn't going to play me. I don't know what it was. It was just like resilience. Like, it just was like, I don't give a, like, it was like, I don't care. I don't care. Like, it just made me, it just brought something out of me where it's like, you know what? I'm going to just eat these dudes up every day in practice. Yeah. I don't care. I'm going to come first in every drill. I'm going to come first in every sprint. Yeah. Like, it didn't matter. Like, throughout the whole season, though, cold, raining, I didn't care. Like, I just came, like, I'm not saying, you can vouch for, I came, like, I was coming first. Like, I did not care. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's just, you know, we got to dig down deep. But I think with me, why I did that is because I just felt, you know, it takes, you know, we have all have, I was just watching, I don't know if you know what Black Lightning is. I don't know. It's a show on Netflix. And it's funny, my mom, me and my mom was talking about this yesterday. There's a character on there called Painkiller. And like towards the end, he has painkillers like an alter ego that helps him through hard situations. So yeah. it's like we all have that type of mentality deep, deep down inside. But sometimes it takes a certain thing to get us to that level, which shouldn't have to. You know yeah. what I'm saying? But like with me, it always took something for me to to unleash the beast. You know what I'm saying? Like I couldn't just unleash it myself. Like I don't know why. Like sometimes I could, but more often than not, I couldn't. And it took like disrespect. It took like. It took like even with schoolwork, I wouldn't not do schoolwork, and it took me like the last yeah, week. Yeah. I, it took me the last week when I knew I was about to fail for me to do something. Yeah, like it's just all about you know finding that how it frames up in your mind. Yeah, and you know, um, like I said, I, me the way I dealt with it. Obviously, I was at the time. I'm like, yo, why God? I'm at the time. I'm praying every. I'm praying every day, five times a day, Mm -hmm. on my knees, because all the things I was thinking about, the relationship and all that. Like, um, I didn't know what to do. Honestly, bro, I was crying too. Like, I'm not somebody to cry, but I was crying for real. That much to you, man. You know, that that much. But the whole time I was praying, though, I was just asking God not to give me anything. I was literally asking God to, you know. Just give me the strength. That's all. That's I, just, I was there. I was just asking them to, to make me into a man. Really, that's all I was asking them to do. You know what I'm saying? Or he, she. You know what I'm saying? Whatever God power to ask. I was asking God to make me a man. And you know, I just got this type of going to practice, knowing I wasn't gonna play. Like even though I didn't really want to go hard, like I still went hard every time. And then you know, um, did you believe in those prayers? Sometimes no, bro. Yeah. But it was just like, I just know giving up is not the answer. Yeah. In anything. You know, giving up is not the answer in anything. You know what I'm saying? Because it's just not. So, like, I'm never someone to give up. So, like, I kept going, you know, the game will come. Coaches will keep passing me, looking past me, looking at me, you know. It just was just like, dang, like, I just ne- I'd never been in that situation before, no, so it was just yeah. like it was just it was just like then. <clears throat> but you know, I actually at the towards the end, I started to find some type of joy in it because like, you know, I was a leader of receivers when I was playing, and I was still the leader of receivers when I wasn't playing, and I found the way to do that by just just staying true to myself like you know just just always being that motivator no matter if I wasn't playing or not like bro I'm not a you know just love that's what it is just always showing love that's the only thing I could do because like if I if I was to hate it would only make my situation worse mm-hmm. like if I was to sit there and sulk and be mad and you know cry about it every day just like digging yourself deeper right that's all it is and like you know um, there's a lot of things I did to keep me going like there's a lot like I was a, when I say when I say this was a very, like very dark moment bro yeah. like it was crazy and even when I came home it was even darker for real for real it was the same but like it was just more so like bro I'm gonna keep it 100 like the mental thoughts like I said being empathic like thinking about what other people's going through like I had them type of um, people there was a girl that was trying to commit suicide like three times next to me 
Like wow. when I was living with my ex, like yeah. she was a room over. Wow. She did it three times. Like I said, like when people have them type of thoughts, it's not really them. Like yeah. it's not you thinking of thoughts. Like you're not, you don't really want to kill yourself. I'm sorry. Like for some people, you don't really want to do that. It's just more, it's just like, you don't know what to do. Yeah. So it's like, it's more so like you, 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 you scared. You're, it's, 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 it's fear. It's just I mean, fear. I had, a, I had, um, you know, my mom's roommate came on who we had the mental talk, the mental yeah. discussion. And, um, it just comes down. She said it just came down to just being hopeless. Like when you're out of hope, it's just. But you know why though? Because we live in this world where we don't know. Like we live in this. Listen, man. We live in a world where we don't. Like I said, it's all social media. We're looking at other people live their life. Yeah. We're looking at we're looking at people. We're looking at lives. How we we look at other people's life and be like, okay, we're, I'm supposed to be doing that. Yeah. It's not the truth, bro. You're supposed to be doing what you're supposed to be doing. And the only way you're supposed to you, you know that is by getting in tune with yourself. You know, like I meditate, I go into nature, but that's just ways that helps me. Yeah. Not everyone's the same. Yeah. You know, following your passion, that's why we can get into later. Yeah, we'll get into that. You know, like yeah. that's what it is. Like if you don't, nobody had these, nobody's supposed to come into this earth and have these type of negative thoughts. Yeah. I don't care what anybody says. You're not supposed to feel like that. And that's because we're not living, living authentic to ourselves. We wouldn't, if we was living authentic to ourselves, we wouldn't care about what you're doing, what the other person's doing, what that person's doing, because it's all love. Yeah. We're not showing love. We all we all let our egos come up, and mm. you know, somebody said the other day, "You too." But I never thought about it. Is you equals ego, and then two equals like whole. Like it's a it's an ego whole. Like YouTube, mm-hmm. like it's just a whole based off of ego. People yeah. living their best lives, and you sitting there watching them do it. Yeah, <laughs> no, we definitely like, we definitely um social media is definitely making us very egotistical. Yeah, bro. How how are you able to like? Like look within yourself because I'm sure when you you were in those dark times you were like okay there's certain things I need to change about myself. How are you able to like look in look inside of yourself and be able to change those characteristics about yourself that you don't like? I had to be honest with myself. Like um, so when I was in college, I was drinking, you know, um, doing stuff like that and partying all the time and you know messing with different females and just doing things that wasn't really true to me. Yeah. And you know when something's not true to you because you'll always feel it inside. Like, nobody's going to tell me, like, if you would sit there and be like, if you were to go outside and try to be a, a thug or a trapper and go on a block and sell something, you would know that's not really you. You know what I'm saying? Like, you may have to do it for a certain amount of time because you have no other choices. I mean, maybe. Yeah. But deep down inside, you know, like, this is not me. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And I came to that point several times in college. I just didn't, really know how to change it like drinking and you know freaking out passed out one time I was so lit you know what I'm saying and it was like that at that moment I was like yo like this is not me like I even said to my it's like yo this is not me you know what I'm saying like this is not really not me and but that took me like two more years to get up out of that and like I said everyone's transition is different but like for me like I just knew and so the real the real way I started like to to dig deep inside is when I came home after I graduated. You know, me and Max had broken up. Yeah. I really had nobody mm-hmm. besides my mom, but like I didn't want to, I wasn't even talking, like I didn't even know who to talk to people. You know what I'm saying? I didn't know what to say. I was at a, like it was just crazy. Like I used to just feel like empty. You know what I'm saying? And like, you know, I ended up deleting Instagram for like two months. Um, and at that time, I started to draw. Some like I was still praying, and then some just hit me like started drawing. So I started drawing again, and that's the first time I had drawn like started drawing since freaking middle school. You know what I'm saying? And so when I started drawing, like, and I also saw a post where it said, you know, you need to get back to like what you like doing as a child. Mm, yep. We are all we we are a spirit. Yeah. We're a spiritual living in a human body, having mm. experience. So like, our spirit is what we really. Is what really is what we like. A spirit knows what we like. You know what I'm saying? And we gravitate gravitate towards things that our spirit likes. So like our spirit is not getting old. We get wiser. You know what I'm saying? But our spirit doesn't want to get old. Our yeah. body gets old. So like that's why you see people like love doing childish stuff. People think it's childish, but that's something they love to do. Like you can't get mad at somebody for loving to freaking 
color. Like it is, it is what it is. That's they that brings them their joy. You yeah. know what I'm saying? And that's where it gets messed up because people people don't want to do their passion because people are like, yo, you you're a kid. Like yeah. you you a grown ass person doing this. Like yeah. that's when people start to start having them thoughts like, you know, maybe I am a loser. I am this. Like, nah. Just because you love to do what you love to do, nah, bro. Do what you love to do. Yeah. And so I stopped doing that. And when I started doing it again, I started it was an automatic like relief. Like it was automatic like it was like any type of anxiety or anything that I had just went away. Not completely, because it will always come back, yeah, you know sure. what I'm saying? Because the world, you know what I'm saying? But like, I found something that helped me. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And um, even my dad, like, you know, we don't have the best relationship, but like my dad, like he was like, I told my dad, um, I was drawn and he was like, you need to keep that up because, you know, my mom always said it to me, but you know, a man's validation my dad when you know my dad wasn't in my life the whole time so you know we always we always hear something from somebody and we don't do it then we hear something from somebody else and we do it like it's weird but like you know my dad you know he was like yeah you need to it's important for you to have something like that like to just get your mind off things and I and I felt like yeah you're right even though I heard that my whole life you know what I'm saying but it's just like it's just that's one thing that got me out of my out of the, the deep hole I was in at the moment and then once I started doing all this came like, like it was just, momentum started building up yeah it was just more so like you know I was doing thing. I was doing the thing I was passionate about like yeah. you know people go to work and they don't do they do things that they're passionate about and they come home stressed you know stress is a big thing like it can mess you up let me ask you a question Kyle do you think you know what you went through your senior year in, in college was in a way supposed to happen for you to get to where you're at right now yes yeah for sure because I'm just thinking just like you know we always think that the road is just it's just this road and at the end of the road that's that's the goal and we just go on the road and we get there yeah. the whole time it's, it's never like that it's always way harder than we think it is and during the time we question why it's so hard why is it so difficult why am I going through all these trials and tribulations and I, I'm going through trials and tribulations right now being in college but me hearing your story and hearing you talk about how it's setting me up to become a better person like I know that when I'm going through a dark time, like it's setting me up for who I'm becoming and causing me to have to grow. Yeah, bro. And realistically, like you said, did the things that I go through in college shape me? Um, was I supposed to go through that? Yeah. But I don't think it had to be necessarily yeah, college. Be yeah. It just had to be to the time I started to realize, like I could have realized it in college and switched it, but I didn't. You know what I'm saying? It just, it's whenever you're ready. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Whatever you, you're, you're learning. Maybe it is, but maybe it was supposed to happen in college. I don't know. But I'm just saying, I just think that, you know, knowledge of self is key. You know what I'm saying? Knowledge of who you are, you know, we can get into that. We start talking about spiritual stuff. But yeah. it's just more so like, you have to, I did not know how to enjoy the process. Everyone says enjoy the process. Uh, Everyone says yeah. the, the reward is in the journey. Mm -hmm. I didn't really, I heard that. I wasn't hearing that. <laughs> same way, you know man. Saying? I'm like, the same way. But now, bro, like now, like it's just like something bad or negative happens. I don't even look at it. I just look at it like, okay, what am I supposed to learn from it? Like, what's, you know what I'm saying? Like, it is what it is. Like, I know Nipsey said something like, he was like, um, you gotta have a sense of uh, humility to know that bullshit gonna happen. It's gonna happen. This is how you react to it. It's, it's how you it think is. about it. How you, you know, what I'm saying, bounce back or how you choose. Everything is perspective. You can look at something bad and turn it into something good. Like, yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's all about how you think. Yeah. You think it's bad. You are gonna have a bad time. Mm -hmm. Think it's good. You gonna have a good time. It is what it is. Let's. That's so interesting, man. Let's go into that. Let's go into spirituality a little bit. So. How has, you know, all you went through in your, your college career, how is that related to, you know, where you're at spiritually, like, and what you believe in about how the world works? You said how, see that one more time? How does, like, what you went through in college, how does that relate to your belief patterns now? Are you still, do you still have the same beliefs you had as a kid about, you know, God and, I don't know, were you a Christian growing up? I was a Christian growing up, um, you know, I probably won't have family members watch, family members watch this, that's yeah. Christians, but like, I think I told you I don't have no knock on any religion yeah. because at the end of the day it's all every religion in my my point of view is everyone is supporting a higher power at the end of the day whether it may be praying to Allah praying to Jesus Christ 
praying to, you know, Shiva, which is in Hindu, like the Hindu or the Indian culture, you know, or just there's a lot of things. Buddha, like it's just it's a lot of things. And it's all those people or messiahs, you know, it's just in my eyes, like Jesus was just a messenger, you know, not just a messenger. He was, you know, he's he's a messenger. You know what I'm saying? Like he's a son of God. They call him a son of God. Like it's just, you know, all these people is just people that got enlightened in my eyes. They were very enlightened and they, they try to help the world and show yeah. them what they can do as well. And that is what God gave them within them. So like, that's what, that's my, my belief on every religion. Um, so I have no knock on any religion yeah. because at the end of the day, it all comes back to spirituality. Let me ask you this. What's the difference between religion and spirituality? Religion is, you know, like a mold, like it's a certain belief, a certain system, you know, that people believe in like, you're Christian, you believe in Jesus Christ, you you Muslim believe in Allah. You know, it's just something that a groups of people structured around for you to believe in certain things. And yeah. you know, some people it it can be it's a good thing, it can be a bad yeah. thing, you know? I feel like religion is just, you know, like rules and practices right. to worship exactly God and what you believe in. And there's yeah. these these yeah. practices and rules you follow to yeah. abide by that. But spirituality, I guess is the whole spirituality is the religion. Yeah. But spirituality in general is just the religion without any type of you need to do this, you need to do that. It's yeah. just knowing that there's a higher power, knowing that nature is God, knowing that you are God, knowing that you know what I'm saying I'm God. And not, I'm not sitting here saying that I'm God as in like, oh, you know what I'm saying? No, because obviously there's a higher power. But in a lot of religions, they say what God is within you. I can do all, I have a tap, uh, Philippians 4.13, oh, I can do all things through trees, through Christ who strengthens me and I'm yep. like, you know they say that he's in you you know what I'm saying like it's facts but everything is wordplay so it's like we we don't want to say oh I'm God because they'll be like man chill out no I'm not saying I'm God I'm not I'm saying I'm the creator of this universe I'm just saying from I God yeah. he's in he's inside of me you know what I'm saying and so it's like you know like is is like I you had questions for your thing go and he was like why do people you said um, something about religion and stuff like that. I said, what are your biggest questions and, you know, doubts about, you know, spirituality? And I said, why is it got to be so complicated? Yeah. You said, and it's just my, you know what I'm saying? It's just more so like, it's not that complicated. It's complicated if you make it complicated. I think we humans have made it complicated. Exactly. We have kind of divided the religion, divided spirituality, have its own sectors. Yeah. I mean, and it's, it is what it is. We're yeah. born into this. So yeah. it can't fault nobody. It is what it is. Like, nobody's, it's not anybody's fault. Because it's what they're, it's, I was taught it too. I just chose to break away from it. Yeah. And my thing is like, how do you know which religion is the right one? How do you know what you believe in is the right thing? Whatever you feel is the right is the right. No. Yeah. Nobody can tell you what you, you know what I'm saying? Whatever yeah. you feel is right is right. Yeah. I don't feel as though I, can, I need to attach myself to any religion. Because I know that spirituality is the main focus of every religion, you know? It's just, in religion, like I said, I mean, when spirituality is just known as a greater force, which is God. So when you when you think of God, do you think of like, you know, like a human? Do you think of energy? What do you think energy. of, how does, what does God look like in your eyes? Energy. God looks like you. God looks like the tree. God looks like the water. Like God is just everything created by God. It says, and even in the Bible, like, made a man in his image, or, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's just, you don't, everything is God. Everything is, like, it's just a frequency. It's a, you know what I'm saying? It's a, it's an energy. We're all energy. You know what I'm saying? Like, so I don't think of it no type of being. Yeah. Now, when you talk about maybe, like, Jesus Christ and stuff like that, yeah, those are actual humans that have human experiences, I think. But when it comes to, like, God, that's just totally different. That's just, just the almighty just energy creator like just like I said that's what I don't know I can't I don't think of it no type of being no yeah why do you why do you think God created us why do I think God created us yeah people why um, did this energy create create us you know I have a lot of Beliefs. I have a lot of things yeah. that, I, that I've looked at, you know. And let me just say, like, you know, with me talking to you about this, like, I'm not trying to have you force your beliefs on nobody. No, I just, yeah, I just want you, I want to hear your perspective because that's what life's about, you know. We got to be open to what people believe. 
And we all don't believe in the same things, but yeah, um, I'm trying to see. Why do I think God created us? I think to have a human experience. So like, um, just to have a human experience, have a spiritual being inside of a human experience. And like, it's more so just, I think it's like, you know, it says everything is written. Yeah. It's written already. Like God written, like it's already supposed to happen. You believe that? I have no, I don't know. Yeah, I'm not Maybe, sure. Maybe, sure I don't know. But in a sense where it's like, um, I feel like it's written, but we can go against what's written. I think the main context is written. What's supposed to happen, you know, things that's supposed to happen in the world. Obviously, there's things can go off, but the whole idea of it is is just playing out. Like it's a blueprint. The blueprint is already laid out. And there's things that happens in it, you know what I'm saying? that may go off board, but the blueprint is already there. So I feel as though like, you know, you see people like Nipsey, right? Yeah. Um, he's a big, he's somebody that he inspired me huge, like, like crazy. You know what I'm saying? And, um, when I keep, when I, every, t- every time I look at it, like he was somebody that was just trying to show his people better, the right way to live. Yeah. And look at other people like that. There's more people, you know, Michael Max, Martin Luther King, you know, people of that type of nature, like, they they were showing they were trying to show humanity how they're supposed to be like like Jesus Jesus trying to show people who they are like and you see in religion you see know thyself in a lot of religion you see on Egypt temples it says you know know thyself and it's just like know who you are know that you're a spiritual being know how powerful you are you know what I'm saying like know that you know ultimately you have control of your life type you know what I'm saying like um now I think that like I said it's just it was experience like there's a lot of things that got th- I don't know I really yeah. don't know like uh, yeah. shoot I mean so you think you think kind of I think what I'm getting at is like you think our purpose is just to know ourselves yeah. just to know who we are as human beings as yes. as part of God we have to know our place in the universe right. and that's what I believe that yeah I do believe that I think we come here on this earth to know who we are yeah as simple as it sounds I yeah. think that's what it is how do you how do you think like you know God speaks to us? Um, how does God speak to you? Like, God can speak to you in many ways. Like, he can speak, like I said, somebody was telling me, um, talking to me about the mind. Yeah, he can be speaking to me through somebody else. Yeah, through you. you know what I'm saying through the through the radio, through the you know something that pop like just anything like you know, and then especially in meditation, like no meditation God is big. You. Yep. You hire people say your higher self. Like people always talk about, oh, you need to get to your higher self. You need to get to your higher self. Like that's just not a saying. Like your spirit is your higher self. Yeah. And if you sit there and relax and let things come to you, you mm. practice. You will have you clear out your mind. You quiet out your mind. It might not be a voice say something to you, but some people may say there's a voice that says something to them. I've never experienced that, but like I've had experience where, like for instance, with my, with my brain. Yeah. You know, I was meditating. Because I didn't know there was something I didn't know. I had something I wanted to do, but I didn't know exactly what it was. You know, I sat there and meditated for like a good 10 minutes and something just like flat. Like it was just certain things can happen for some people. Like, or you might see something on TV. Oh, like, oh that's it. Like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's more so law that you hear a law of attraction. Now, meditation has changed my life, yo. Meditation has truly changed my life. Like, I'll be, I'll be sitting there and, and a lot of people think like meditation is like, you know, you have to just quiet down your thoughts you gotta force yourself to quiet down the thoughts but really it's just like it's like letting your thoughts just be right just accepting that whatever I'm thinking that's going that's happening right now the most, we're just not giving it any more attention exactly so the most things people get messed up on is like oh meditation oh I need to just control my thoughts no you can't control your thoughts you can't you can't help what's coming in your head mm-hmm. at the end of the day you can't cause things you're gonna see something that's gonna come in your head yeah. you know what I'm saying meditation it's more so it's not letting the thoughts control you. So if you have a negative thought come in your mind, all right, you're going to feel bad about it or you're going to let it go and go on about your day. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? This is more so like just not letting it control you because at the end of the day, you're in control of that. Yeah. You're not in control of things that come in your mind. You're in control of the way it makes you feel. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So that's something I had learned like crazy. You know what I'm saying? Like, no, me too. Like, bro, I'm telling you. Yeah, I remember that one time I was in Bible study. He was yeah. like, you said it too. Like, you feel people's emotions. Like, 
especially with people like that. Like I would, I do feel like there's people that feel emotions more than other people. It is what it is. Cause I do think we all have our own gifts. We all have our own, you know, things that we're good at and stuff like that. And being very empathetic. Some people is very empathetic, you know, and they feel things more deeper than other people. And if you're not aware of how you feel, you're not aware of how, if you don't know, cause I didn't know, I knew I was empathetic, but I didn't know how to control it. Yeah. So if you don't know how to control it, you gonna have a rough time. No, that's facts. You gonna have a rough time. Cause it does turn into overthinking. Like me personally, like I used to overthink like a mug. I used to overthink so much. You know, to where it would affect me on the football field. And I'm, you know, getting ready to line up for a slant that I've caught a thousand times before, but I'm not overthinking it. I'm, right. I'm overthinking it like it's a, it's a geometry question exactly. and calculus or something. And it's like, yo, what am I overthinking for? Right, because you and know if you wasn't thinking, you would have snagged that and probably went for six. And it's probably like before, though, like, you know, up until that, I had this realization that, you know, the mind is, is so impactful. It's so important. Like, I would just let my thought, whatever I was thinking, that's what I thought was right. It was like, whatever the thoughts were going in my mind, like, that was what was going to happen that day. And I didn't know the power of controlling your thoughts. Like when I really knew the power of controlling your thoughts, that really changed my life. All right. You know, I've been knowing it yeah. since I was a youngin. Yeah. Look, my mom, I told she's very spiritual. It's like she knew what I was going to go through because she kind of went through it, I guess. So she knew what I was like, I don't know. But I was when I was young, like I'm talking about four years old. She was like, as a, she always say, as a man thinketh, so is he. And there's a book. She's like, I need to get you this Thank book. You when rich. I was young. No, it's called As a Man Thinketh, So Is He. Okay. She would say that to me, but it's a book too. And she was like, I'm going to get you that book one day. And like, she would, from I was, I'm talking about young. I remember she always saying that As a Man Thinketh, So Is He. You think you this, you're going to be that. You think you ugly, you're going to be ugly. That's you what think it is. you this, you that. That's it's what it all is. about your perspective. It's, it's, it's whatever you think, that's the, the vibe you're going to get yeah. to yourself. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's like, is this at a young age, but I didn't really understand it for real, for real. until like you know I read that book probably it's a little little book like probably like a, no more than hundred pages, but it's you know you attract what you see, plain and simple. You attract exactly. what you see, and it's really crazy because we can know that, but then people still don't. It's like why are people people know the power of their thoughts, but they still don't. They still thinking negatively. They still thinking crazy. Right? Why is that? Because they don't know. They don't know how to control. It. Like I, I would know it too. But I did not, not I, I was so molded into this type of thinking and this, yeah. this fear tactic and all this type of thing that I just didn't know how to do it. You can't, it's not going to happen like that because yeah. you've been, you've been doing it your whole life. So it's not going to, you, oh, as a man thinking so, hey, okay, I'm not going to think about it no more. It's not going to happen like that. This is not like you got to really like practice it. You got to strip yourself. You got to forgive yourself. You got to, you know, meditate. You got to practice it every day, every day. Like I used to, when I was going through what I was going through, I used to wake up every morning and say everything. Like I used to be like, I'm a beast. I'm beautiful. Whatever it may be. Yeah. Like, I just say it to myself. I used to <clears> say <throat> it. Like, even though I'm people like, I would say in the car, like, I would have to say it constantly, bro. Say whatever I want to say that made me, you know what I'm saying? Like I'm powerful. I'm a, like anything. I'm fearless. It was, that was number one. I'm fearless. I'm fearless. Like, I said that in the car, like, you know, it got to a point where people probably look like, so like, nah, I don't give a, f-. this game's to a point where you don't care about what nobody else thinks. You really don't care. Like, it's not the fact that you don't care about them. You just don't care what they think about you. Yeah. At the end of the day, you know who you are. You know what you stand about. You know your intentions. You know what you about. Like, you don't need to care about what anybody thinks. I got, look at my hair, bro. I probably people probably look at me like, yo, what's this dude? Cool with him, yeah. Either he wild, he's but you know what? There's power in that though. Like, yeah, he, people might look at you like, yo, he's wild, but they know that you're confident in who you are. Right. You know what I'm saying? And that that in itself changes just how people view you. Exactly, because people can sense that. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. When when I'm when I'm doing my podcast, what I'm doing right now, it's like people can sense that authentic energy. And it's like, they start fucking with me more. And I'm just like, exactly. that's crazy. Like, me being myself is making you want to like me more. Exactly. But before, I'm trying to suppress that. I'm trying to be known as just a football player. Exactly, bro. It's crazy. How the, it's crazy how the world works. But it's like, I think the problem is just, there's very few people who think like this. Just I say for some people, like, imagine if there was no football, bro. Yeah. Imagine if there was no sports. What would you be doing? Probably this. <laughs> I'm blessed to, yeah, probably you know this. Yeah. Why, what would you be doing? Like, if there was nothing, like, this is a per- like, we, there's no football right now. This is a perfect time when you realize, like, yo, that's why, this is how you know these things do not matter. Because they just took it away just like that. Hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, hmm. That's crazy. It does not matter. They took jobs away, took people, it took I you out of school. Yeah. School don't, I'm not going to say school don't matter, but. Uh, you don't need school to. Is school going to help yourself. you with your life? Yeah. 
Like, are you applying math right now? Are you applying English? Are you applying history or whatever it may be to what you're doing right now? Like, no. Like, like, I tell you, every college student is at home. Like, what am I doing? Like, why am I doing this? Go outside and fucking freaking. I mean, some people can't go outside. Do do something yeah. that, like I said, it all goes back to the passion. Like, yeah. you know what I'm saying? for sure. I know we, we touched on this a little bit, but like. So why do you think the majority of people, because I asked this question on, um, you know, my Instagram, so I said, why are the majority of Americans living a life they do not love? And I think you answered, you said fear and ego. Kind of touch on that a little bit. So fear is just fear of what other people think. Yeah. You, you, I mean, you you commented right on a, on a book, like right on the right spot. Like, it's just fearful of what other people think of you. That's one of the main things, you know? And like, um, and then the ego, it's like, oh, I don't want to be, I'm too good for that. Or, um, I have it worse than him. Or like, I'm yeah, just, like, yeah. everyone has their own story. Some, you can't, nobody's story is worse than theirs. And any other story is just your story. At the end of the day, you, you made it, you may have went through worse things in their, in your eyes, but like, at the end of the day, you don't know how that person might have felt to the little things he went through. Yeah. He might have felt devastated. You know what I'm saying? Like, he might feel just as bad as you felt after you went through all that stuff you went through. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, why is there so much fear though? Like where, why is there so much fear that resides in, in us human beings? Like I said, man, we live, it's the ego because the fear and ego work hand in hand because yeah. if your fear, if, if your ego doesn't want to be perceived in some type of way because of what society is, is, is showing you how you're supposed to be yeah. and how you're not supposed to be. Like for instance, like I said, going back to this hair, like I know I'm going to get my hair braided, but it's like, I wear it, like I wasn't even going to wear my hair like this at first and then my mom, because I was having that little Ego jump before yeah. I left the crib. Yeah. Then my mom was like, "Man, this is the new. You say you want. You say you're different, right?" I'm like, yeah. yeah. So it's like, then I kind of snap back. I'm like, "Man, I don't give a f- like. It is what it is. Like, I don't care. You can think whatever you want of me. I know who I am. So it's like, but people don't think about that like that. There is people in this world that think about that. But then even like for instance, you see Antonio Brown. I believe he's been himself. I do. I believe he's been himself this whole time. But his ego." gotten to a point where he thinks he's better than people in a sense. Yeah. So now you see what he's going through. That won't take you long. That won't take you far. There's always like, they say happiness doesn't last long or this doesn't have last long. I'm not going to say it don't last long. I just think happiness is something internal. So it's not, it doesn't take for you to be at a certain height. It doesn't take for a certain money like to, to make you happy. It doesn't take for you to have a million dollars to make you successful. It doesn't take you you know, to own businesses to make you successful. That's not what successful success yeah. is in life. Yeah. Success in life is you being happy genuinely. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I think the biggest misconception about happiness is that like it's something that we're working towards. Nah. You know what I'm saying? Like it's something that like, oh yeah, if I just get this, I'm going to be happy. When I just get this job, when I get this certain amount of money, I'm going to be happy. When I just, you know, ball out my senior year, then I will be happy. Right. But it's like, happiness is something you wake up from your nap and you decide you're happy right there in that moment happiness is when you wake up in the morning you making eggs and bacon you listen to music you decide right then at that moment that I'm gonna be happy you're just happy that you're here and you're happy about life you're happy about the little things I think that's the life changer right there is when you just be like yo in this moment fuck everything else me and who I am I'm gonna be happy I'm gonna be content to where I'm at right now in my life and I feel like that's a problem with 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 Americans, with people in general, is like, we just think that happiness is, we got to work towards it. We got to work towards it. Don't talk to me right now. Like, I got to do this. Like, we got we to gotta work towards this happiness. And don't get me wrong, but you just said that point was like, don't talk to me. I'm like, there's nothing wrong with being focused. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. There's nothing wrong with being zoned in on what, you, what you're trying to get done. Yeah. Because at the end of the day, you do have to be zoned in because like I said, it comes back to distractions. But happiness is not, oh, like I had to learn that too. Cause I was zoned in on what I was doing. I was zoned, like when I came home, I was zoned in on drip. I wasn't going out, I wasn't doing nothing. You know what I'm saying? Like, and I had to realize like, you you need some time for yourself, bro. Like you need to, you know, if it's, if that doesn't mean going out to party. Either. Yeah. It just means like, just go laugh. You know what I'm saying? Go like, cause living is part of life as well. Cause I'm, I'm not gonna sit here and say like, we're here to just know ourselves and be spiritual. Yeah, but we also, like God also sent us here to have a human experience. So everything that goes on in this world is a human experience. So like going out with your friends, that's 
part of the experience of this world. Like you gotta experience it. Like you gotta live too. Don't get me wrong. You gotta live, but you sure. gotta know. You gotta know. For you sure. Know? You can't yeah. just get all in. Yeah. To just living. For sure. You gotta have a balance. You know what I'm saying? Like living your best life. People saying living your best life is, you know, having a parties on a yacht in Miami, you know, I'm getting lit. Like, that's cool and all, but like that's not living your best life. You can be living your best life going outside of nature every day. That cause that's just you. And then you can it I think we as people need to learn how to be to live our best life spiritually and combine it, balance with, with what we live in now. Yeah. Like, you know, you can go home and you have your whole spiritual stuff going on you and you take care of yourself but you know how to go out you know how not to like you know, nobody I don't care what nobody say you don't need to get pissy drunk there's no need for it yeah in my opinion I've gotten there I tell you I used to pack yeah, like I used to both. be lit you know what I'm saying but that's both man it's just balance man yeah that's all it is so I mean um, you got your, your company Divine Respect and Passion how how did you you know you know how we how you got across to it, but how did you in doing that? How did you know that this is the right path that I'm I'm supposed to be on? Like this is what I'm supposed to be doing. How did you know that for sure without a doubt? Well, you know, um, like I said, it's all about knowing yourself, being yeah. truthful to yourself. Yeah. You are. And I know that you know being a drug dealer is not me. Uh, being a gamer is not me. Being uh corporate office behind a desk is not me. Big you know facts, saying? big facts. So it's like, I know you got to figure out what you what you deeply love to do. And it's not really that hard. I feel like everyone loves to help people. If you don't love to help people, then, you know what I'm saying? I feel like the purpose of life is to inspire people through your passion. Through your passion and your life, yeah. You know, and just live out your passion and that's going to help people without with, with their life because they're going to start following their passion. Yeah. You know? How did you how did you know that you were on the right path without a doubt? So like because when I asked a question on my story yesterday, people one of the questions was, How do you know when you're on the right path? How do you know that this is the path that God is telling you to be on? Right. Um It's crazy because you know we used to talk about Bible study, that should be one of the questions, like, Yeah, what do you think your purpose is? Yeah, you know what I'm saying like and it was hand to hand, yeah. People didn't really know. Yeah. I didn't really didn't know. And I was trying to figure it out. But um, how did I know? Like I said, I went back to my childhood. I really like, I really think deep and I, I think about what I used to love to do as a kid and I, and not necessarily love to do as in hobbies, but what made me feel really great as a person, as a human being, what made me feel good deep mm-hmm. inside. And that was to help people, like literally help people. You know what I'm saying? And okay. I was like, okay, how can I make my passions help people? And once I started thinking about that, how can I make, then I started thinking about, okay, how come I drawing, you know, help people? And I started drawing things and then an idea came and then I was like, oh, I've always loved clothing. I've always loved this, this, and that. Like, okay, let me combine all that. And it just happened that way where it's just like, okay, it wasn't clothing on at first I was thinking, yeah, but it's not, that's not really what I want. It's just, it's more so like, it's whatever I do, whether it be, drawing, whether it be football, whether it be, you know, acting, singing, I don't care what I do, you know what I'm saying? It's going to, the, all the attention behind it is to help yeah. inspire. There's no other reason. It's crazy how, how it's lining up for you right now. I, I think, you know, when you truly want something with all your heart, like you put all your heart into it and direct towards that thing, like the universe will conspire yeah. to help you to achieve it. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? You don't even know how things are lining up for you. But the universe is just working for you. God is working for you because he knows you put your heart into, into it all this time. Yeah. He might not He might not give it to you the first year yeah. because you didn't have all your heart into it. Yeah. But the second year, you put your heart into it. You said, you know what? I'm going to put a, put aside the opinions of other people and I'm going to go straight at it. And you start seeing things line up. You know, yeah. you start getting the phone call like this is an opportunity, right. another opportunity. And so that's crazy because me and you are both kind of in that same in the same lane right now. Like you're yeah. doing what you love, and you're seeing the benefit of that. You're seeing right. how it's how it's changing around you, how it's impacting your life, your mm-hmm. family's life, and your friends who probably look at you. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You're starting to see who's really real, see who's really yeah. down for you. Yeah. And it's like I'm seeing the same thing, and it's and you gotta understand, especially like with me with this. Like I, this time, I want. I even thought about like, yo, man, this is not it. Like for even with drip, I'm like, yo. Because that's the ego, though. That's the fear. But let me tell you, like, before I do before I do a podcast, I always have, like, I'm writing down the script. I'm like, 
man, this ain't me. Why am I doing this? Then I gotta be like, I gotta be like, yo, ah, right, bro, come on. That's what other people are gonna think. Like, come on, just do it, mm-hmm. just do it. Because you're gonna when you when we finish a podcast, you're gonna be able to play it back. You're gonna be able to hear people say, yo, this is an awesome podcast. I learned one at least if they learn one thing from it, it's like. That's the only bro, thing that matters, I don't matters, care about bro. one person. That's all that matters. I don't care if it's half a person, bro. Yeah. I don't care. Like I'm saying, it's not, you know, like, obviously I want to help trillions, you know what I'm yeah. saying? But it's like, if I can help, if one person came to me like, yo, you really like, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's that would mean a lot to me. Yeah. Because like, you know, like, it's just, that's just me as a person. Like, I'm not, yeah. I'm not here for the clout. Yeah. I'm not here for the, you know, for the fame. It's just more so just... That's why I don't make it. That's why I say it's not a brand. I say it's a community drip. Like it's just people that when I say drip, it's more so if you wearing drip, that just means that you love following your passion. You're not you you living out your passion fearlessly. That's all it means. It don't mean that you're supporting, you know, Kyrie Denny or the other bros that's with me. You know what I'm saying? Like it doesn't mean that you're supporting them. Cool. If you're supporting us, that's fine. I respect it. But I want to, if you're wearing this, I want it to be it's more so like you following your passion. Fearlessly, you don't care what nobody thinks. Mm. That's what it's about. Like mm. that's why the people that I post on the page, I post people on the page that's following their passion. Uh, you know, like that's how I'm continuing to do that. Like, like I said, you're next. Like, cause you know, you're your football player, your student, but your passion, your passion might be football. But I know, I know for a fact that this is one of your. This is a big passion of yours. Just yeah. talking to people. Just yeah. I can tell that even when Bible studying, just you as a person, I know you're a deep talker, deep thinker. So this is something that, and you love to, I know things you've been, you've been in your life that you can help people. So it's like, that's what I like to see. Like, so when I see people doing that or people, you know, doing art or rapping or, you know what I'm saying? Whatever they may do, I'm going I'm to acknowledge that because that's, I respect it because not a lot of people do it. Yeah. What do you, what do you see the, the vision for, for Drip? You know, where do you see this going? How far do you see this going? When it gets there? It's how timeless. Do you, yeah. I think it's timeless. I think it's just, you know. Um, I see Drip as a, a big time agency. It says a big time agency. As in like when I say agency, I just mean as in like helping people follow their passion. Yeah. Helping people, you know. Um no, that's that's plain and simple. You yeah. help people follow their passion. Whether it be football, you're gonna help them get there. Yeah. Art, you're gonna help them get there. Right. And I respect that, bro. Cause I remember when you said that and you was like, Y'all wanna be like an agency, like how how have people sign like how they signed like Puma and like Nike. Had them sign a drip and they wearing this cool ass logo. That'd be tough. And it's not about even about like being like it can be music, it can be art. Like it don't matter like them signing to us. It's just, you know, representing it. That's yeah. all. Yeah, word. Well, let me let me ask you these last questions before we, we end up the pod. So this is regarding yourself. What do you want to be remembered for when it's all said and done? You know, not drip, but you personally. Like what's the legacy that you want to leave? As Kyrie Denny, you know, um, really just somebody that lived their life fearlessly, um, true to themselves, and inspired others. That's really it, truthfully. Yeah, there's nothing big about it. Mm-hmm. I mean, not, it's just somebody that you know lived his life fearlessly and and um, you know went out. I'm saying somebody who. Follow what they who, what they truly believe in without letting nobody let them doubt themselves or let anybody mm. in fear interfere. Mm. Just living out what they love fearlessly. Mm. That's what that's what my legacy would be. You mm. know, to all my ten kids. With <laughs> <laughs> Cat Williams as a father. <laughs> well, if you could if you could prescribe someone a habit or a routine for 30 days to someone trying to improve their life, what would it be? A habit or routine? Yeah, so like maybe do this mental thing or like do this, something tangible where you can be like, do this for 30 days and this is going to change your life. It's a lot of things, but I think the, the most important one that's very simple is work on your breathing. Breathing? Mm. Because like anxiety and all them things that people may have, think they have, you know, um, breathing helps it. Yeah. And if you find ways to breathe when you're feeling them type of ways yeah. it'll help you and then once you start breathing you get into meditation because that's all meditation is is just breathing and sitting yeah but once you get your breathing right you know he said breathing in. <laughs> <laughs> I'm making sure you can stand you can lay down yeah I mean you gotta anything, sit. as long as you're comfortable that's all someone had asked um, he said talk about meditation tomorrow 
So um, practically tell me how you meditate. Walk me through how you meditate. Um, I started off with guided meditations uh, on YouTube. But me, I'm somebody that I just don't like... <laughs> I'm a very natural person. Like, I don't like anything. Like, you don't want to have the alarm clock telling you, all right, brrr, yeah, I don't wake up. None of that. I don't want to be everything natural. Like, yeah. when it comes to food, when it comes to how I live my life, yeah. it's all due to what nature does. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So, it's just like, with this, I was starting with guided meditation because you're going to need that. Some people, you're going to need that because mm-hmm. you need somebody to tell you what to do at first. But now, what I do, I'll just, especially if I'm feeling some type of way, well, I'm not gonna say and say I'm gonna say every day because I don't. I, I did, but I need to get back to doing that. But like, I got to a point. I needed to meditate every day because I was at a point where I was just was anxious all the time, had anxiety. But now I don't because I know how to, you know, how to navigate the world yeah. no more. But what I do now is I'll find somewhere comfortable. Um, try to find somewhere that doesn't have too much noise. I like to be in nature because I like to hear just the wind. I like to hear like birds, whatever it may be, just nature stuff. And then just sit there and just no matter how long it takes for you to get to a point where you're just completely like relaxed and limp and just like you're not thinking like obviously thoughts don't come. But when thoughts come, it does not make you like go into another thought after that. You're just calm with it. Like you're just relaxing. That's what I would do. Have you got to that point in meditation where it's just like. You just feel like you're floating. Like, you just yeah. feel like you just... Yeah. That, that experience is just crazy. Yeah. I, I think I felt it the most when I was... I think I felt it the most when I was in guided one, though. Yeah. I was in a guided meditation, and um, they was telling me to, like, sink. Like, because I was sitting on the ground, they was telling me to sink, act like I had roots going into the earth. And once I actually, like, visualized that is when I started to, like, really feel part of the earth, and I started to feel, like, you know, grounded for real, and I started just, like... Yeah, to just go ghost mode. Like. Meditation changed my life, yo. It yeah. really changed my life. So if you if you dealing with anxiety, depression, please try breathing exercises, meditation. Please try, give it a try. Just try it out, see if you like it. And um, yeah, finish this sentence for me. Finish this sentence for me. The world needs blank love. Love. Our greatest battle is blank ourselves. Ourselves. Facts. Appreciate you coming on, brother. Appreciate you, my boy. Uh, give us, uh, give us your Twitter name, your ad name. Uh, Twitter is drip from within, but we don't really use Twitter right now. We'll get on it soon, but um, it's really more so um, Facebook and uh, Instagram, which is at divine dot respect dot and dot passion. Okay. Yeah. All right, I'll drop it in the bio. So divine too. respect and passion just dot between these words. Okay. I'll drop it in the bio too. And then what's your what's your Instagram handle for people my that want to reach out to you? Instagram is Mutu. It's my la- two of my last names. Um, D N N Y M O O T O O. So, any yeah. last words? Anything you want to get out? Anything you want to say to people? Um, just be you. Be different. Be you. Be different. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.